Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, what do we got going on, Jeff? We have a new Marvel TV series being greenlit. Very exciting. Next week, the first Doctor Strange trailer will drop. Marvel is directly connecting the movies to the Netflix series. And Sony has registered multiple Spider-Man movie domains, possibly giving hints at the movie title. Cool. Plus, we're going to be talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., episode 15 of season three, Space Time, my favorite uh, title of the season. (laughs) Or probably series. All of that after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. Oh, welcome. Welcome to my humble abode, Jeff Randall. Thank you. I feel welcome. Welcome to the, in here to the home studio. Uh, let's talk Ooh. Let's talk some Marvel stuff, man. Marvel stuff? Some good Marvel news this week. Have you heard? There has been a new series greenlit. I did hear. I Cloak heard and Dagger. That is right. They're Cloak being greenlit on the, uh, on the Freeform Network, uh, formerly known as ABC Family. The demographic on that is going to be 18 to 34, so it's not necessarily family. Yeah, maybe it's not going to be as family as ABC Family. Although, as we saw in tonight's episode, ABC Family doesn't necessarily mean two family. <laughs> I mean, we knew from the first episode they like to show Sky running around in uh, uh, very uh, revealing dresses uh, <laughs> of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, but the, we... Uh, we we're getting really violent now. Yeah, uh, it still doesn't seem as dark as the Netflix stuff, and not as violent either. But oh, there's absolutely no way they could pull that off on network no, TV. No, no, no. But I mean, they're we, trying. We're, though. we're gonna wait till the spoiler section to really talk about it. But tonight's episode did some stuff that I was like, that was so violent. That was so rough. <laughs> what are you? What this, are you doing? This isn't ABC Family anymore. Like, well, it's ABC. I mean, they did some real. They're really pushing to get ahead of the curve. They're you're right. Ahead. Sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> so, Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Cloak has and Dagger is going to be happening. That came out of nowhere. It really did. And you know, that was, was he, so surprising. Nathaniel Muzzy posted on Facebook, Cloak and Dagger, glean it out of nowhere. Uh, Marvel seems intent on making you cover as much content as DC on screen. Uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. Definitely not wrong. I don't know much about the Freeform Network other than don't I don't get it here. Hopefully it's available on Hulu or Amazon. Yeah, I hope they make it available to all us Marvel fans. I hope it's not another one of those uh, grabs at getting $6 a month. Uh, <laughs> like CBS is doing. Well, what's on the Freeform Network that we know of? Like, I have no idea. I have no idea what they have. No, I've like, never, what are their I've never offerings? heard of it. Never heard of it. I know that it apparently used to be ABC Family or something, but now it's not. So, well, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see how that turns out. It just came out of nowhere, though. We've been talking about three or four series that are supposedly coming. Yeah, and we kept like we kept randomly mentioning like, could this be Cloak and or Dagger? Yeah, like, that would be neat if they did that at all. But they're probably not going to. There's been mention of it, but they're probably not going to. I and then like, it just gets greenlit out of nowhere. I feel like the fans, because Cloak and Dagger seems to be a bit of a fan favorite. Uh, I feel like the fans have made this happen because. This doesn't seem like something that they would have done, but it's just been chatted around. I feel like every time something else is mentioned, people are like, could it be Cloak and Dagger? <laughs> yeah. 
There's just there. It's it's any couple of people. Could it be cloak and dagger? Yeah. Any any time there's like a male and a female, like it doesn't fit exactly, but it could be cloak and dagger, right? <laughs> Um, could they morph this into cloak and dagger? Yeah. yeah. So we 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 at least our listeners have have brought that up so many times. So I assume they that listen. Marvel's listening, yeah. not necessarily to our podcast, but just no, in Marvel general listens to, the to fans. our podcast. Oh yeah, I'm sure they Jeff do. Loeb probably does. Yeah. Hey Jeff, good to hear from you. Hey, uh, right right in any time. Good I to, know good that to talk to you. <laughs> I know that I'm reading your words here, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. So Jeff Loeb commented. Um, on the uh, the Plan Cloak and Dagger series, saying, We're thrilled to be able to explore another corner of the Marvel Universe with Cloak and Dagger. We want to thank Tandy and Tyrone's fans everywhere who have been waiting for this exciting news. Yeah. He's going to be EP on that one. So, I mean, obviously it's going to be linked into the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, right. you know, expand on that even more. But, like, there's that's more Dark Dimension stuff that's happening. That's more... Dark Matter. Yeah, possibly... Um, maybe even getting into Inhumans or, or like expanding on that if they go that route. Right. It's just, it's really exciting. And um, they're calling it, at least Variety is, Variety Magazine is calling it a, a superhero love story. Uh, it's going to center on Tandy Bowen and Tyrone Johnson, the teenagers from different backgrounds who grapple with newly acquired superpowers. Tandy can emit daggers of light while Tyrone can engulf others in darkness, even as they fall in love. Deal. All right, I'm down. Marvel's done pretty good with their love stories. Yeah, I, I almost always find them uh, somewhat believable. They don't, except for Thor, uh, <laughs> and, and I've 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 ragged on that one plenty. Uh, every other love story I've really enjoyed. Well, these two are pretty much always together, so yeah. it sounds, would make sense. Being from different backgrounds sounds like it's going to be like a, a Montague Capulet sort of thing. <laughs> so. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> cloak, oh cloak, wherefore art thou cloak? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so moving on. It Next is, up, that's really it is exciting. The beast and dagger is the sun. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does the ba- the light. You yeah, know? yeah. Dagger is the sun. It totally makes, makes sense. Total sense. You're doing you're doing great. Thanks. You're doing great. Hey, by the way, before we go any further, I wanted to tell people uh, something that's been weird on the feed lately. Uh, because we're prepping for a changeover. Uh, we've been uh, doing the little intro and then saying after this, and then it's a little clip of the music. Yeah. So if you've been confused, the reason we're doing that is we're trying to get Blog Talk Radio, which is the company that hosts our talk uh, and does all our ads and everything, to move the ads to that point in the, in the, in the, in the MP3. Uh, but we're having some issues getting them to transfer it over. But we're doing the little after this thing so that when we finally get them to fix it, we can move the ad there. We just want to be able to come on and say something before the ad because I know in my in my podcast app, if an ad comes on, sometimes I just hit skip unless a host has warned me there's going to be an ad. So <laughs> uh, I, I, I uh, just wanted to uh, let you guys know if that seems weird the way we're starting the podcasts. Uh, that's there's a reason, and it will hopefully make sense in the next couple weeks. <laughs> and it might not even do that on like the Blog Talk Radio site, because a lot of times if we go straight to them, like straight to their site, there's no ad at all. Oh yeah. Well, so, well. Apparently, uh, she she told me the reason we say after this and not after this ad is because sometimes they don't they don't uh, sell all of their ads, so. 
We so might not even get an sometimes injection. Sometimes there's not an injected ad there at all. Um, sometimes there is. Sometimes, she said it's like 90% there's an ad, but every once in a while there's just not going to be one. So, uh, so yeah, there's that. Hmm. So, uh, so just a little uh, housekeeping to let you guys know why there's like the weird four seconds of music. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like four seconds of music. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. It's weird. Hey. It's jarring. It's disruptive. Is it? No, not that was a nice little intro. It's, it is. It it kind of gives us a, a nice little initial like, hey guys, we are here. We hey, do care. I composed those four loops on top of each other in GarageBand myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. Good job. Good job. <laughs> you did. You did so good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So can we move on to the next news story? Absolutely. Man, Doctor Strange is going to have its first trailer drop next week. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel Live is having a Marvel celebration week, and they're going to have, uh, he's going to have, like, Team Cap on on um, on Monday, like most of Team Captain America yeah. on on Monday. And then on Tuesday, he's going to have Benedict Cumberbatch on, and he's going to bring with him the first Doctor Strange trailer. And That's awesome. that is really exciting. And then, like, later in the week, they're going to have Team Iron Man, whatever. We're going to have to watch <laughs> this entire week of Jimmy Kimmel stories. I mean, I have Jimmy Kimmel uh, airings. That's awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally going to have to watch all of this. Uh, so when did Jimmy Kimmel become, like, the trailer guy? Like, he's dropping all of the trailers lately. He really is. I don't yeah. know why that has it's become a thing. He's, he's owned by Disney as well, so I think that's That's probably why, why Marvel and everything has gone to him. It's kind of weird to me that they're dropping Marvel week so far from, uh, Captain America civil war. I feel like, I mean, it's two full weeks before, like a lot of times those, those sorts of big celebrations happen right before it's released or the week it's released or whatever. It seems a little odd to have it two or three weeks before, but you know, more power to them. I guess they're, they're ramping up the hype engine a little early. I, this, they, they, they need to get the hype to an extreme level. They've got a lot coming. I don't, I don't feel like most people know what's coming with Civil War. Yeah. There's – oh, man. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah. It is a very big deal. And if – oh, my God. Okay. Sorry. I got really excited and just jumbled all of my words together, and they okay. it came out as <laughs> – So if you think about it, if you think about this for a second, Civil War is in four weeks. Yeah. We have 28 days until that movie drops. Next week, they're having Marvel Week. Basically, at that point, the hype engine... Like, hype engine's already big on our our side of things. Like, we've already got the hype train rolling. But think about how big the hype train is going to be after the 10th. Because on the 10th, Chris Evans is going to be on the MTV movie awards with an exclusive clip from civil war. Oh really? And then there's Marvel week, like the celebration on Jimmy Kimmel. After that, we're going to start getting clips from the movie just here and there. I think I might. I hope it's not as bad as like what they did with age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. They did a little too much. They're, they're holding back now. Like we haven't even seen the villain in any of the trailers. Well, that's, I think that's by design, particularly after we saw the, uh, villain in batman v superman oh yeah and everyone backlash like what are you doing it's supposed to be batman v superman why are you showing us doomsday not batman v superman then doomsday comes along and makes them stop fighting yeah that's not we didn't need to see that and and so i think they're 
they're be, they're playing it smart. If they show us a villain, it better be a small villain that's just going to be like Crossbones. Yeah, like the inciting be, incident of Crossbones. Yeah. Um, that, I think that wouldn't be so bad. I don't want to see too much, though. Yeah. I really, I might... I might even avoid avoid some of those and let you do solo uh, spoiler episodes. Extra Spoiler extra about the the, the You the know, clips. we kept talking about extra and like I kept saying that I was going to do them, then I never did. And then other people, like our, some of our fans, commented in like, "Yeah, do extra And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do them," and then yeah. just didn't. <laughs> let people, uh, you know, be as listen to the episodes if they want to be super spoiled. I really like not knowing everything when I go into a movie. There have been news stories that have come up that I have not told you about that I'm still saving for an extra episode. Thank you. About well, Civil War. Uh, like, real super spoiler bad. Okay. Well, good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. That's very kind. And I, I feel free to throw them up as extra episodes. I just don't want to know yet. Okay. I, want, I would like to keep our podcast... To try to walk the line of spoilers, which sometimes we get complaints anyway that we talk about too much, but most of the time we're just talking out of our asses anyway. Um, <laughs> sometimes we just guess really, really good. <laughs> or real bad. Sometimes yeah. it's bad. Sometimes we do things like with the, the Daredevil episode where we were like, everybody's the blacksmith. <laughs> Except the It's the people person. of New York. Yeah. <laughs> the people of New York are the blacksmith. Yeah. We're all the blacksmith together. Along with all of this Doctor Strange hype that's already started, or that has just started, they recently filmed in New York. Uh, they, re- they also, uh, they wrapped filming entirely. So they're, yeah. they're done with filming. That's why we're getting a trailer. Someone soon. posted on our wall this week, if you want to be an extra in Doctor Strange, they're filming in New York under the name Checkmate. Yeah. Uh, I should have written down who said that. Uh, uh, sorry, Joe uh, Sanders. Is it Joe? That. Okay, yeah. good. Thank you, Joe. Uh, but by the time we're recording this, we already heard that it wrapped. I was like, so I guess that's not worth mentioning. <laughs> sorry that for would our have slow. Been nice to say. Yeah, before they wrapped. Yeah. So they recently wrapped. Uh, we've got set photos from the New York set where they were. There was like action scenes, and ben, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has like blood on his face. He's running down the street because he was running in the street at one point. There have been memes coming up of like taking him out. Like the the Russo brothers got in on it, posted it on Twitter. They took him out of that picture and then put him in on Team Cap, like running behind Captain America. <laughs> so he's running across the tarmac. Don't tease us, Russos. <laughs> Don't tease us. I was like, oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. And you know they're not going to do that. There's no way they wouldn't do. There's too many characters. You got Black Panther. You've got Spider Man. Like too many character introductions for that to be a good thing. Did you hear about the possible spoiler that was released in a Agents of Shield um, synopsis? What do you mean? Okay, uh, there. There. I, I won't. We. I, I think we shouldn't talk about it. But uh, there was an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. synopsis that came out for a post-Captain America episode. Yeah, I've seen all of those. Well, uh, one, there was a, there's an article about um, how one of them might be a huge spoiler for the movie. Uh, but I don't think we should really talk about it. But I just thought, I was wondering if you had caught that, if that was one of the things you've been keeping from me. Because I did hear about it. But. I didn't put any of that into the episode this week. Um, the synopses that I read came out this past week, and I've uh, purposely kept those from you. Thank you. You're welcome. I uh, see. I don't. I don't uh, see. I actually don't have access to the internet. Uh, I just have <laughs> access to Jeff, who has access to the internet. 
So everything <laughs> you survive through me by my goodwill. All of my information comes through Jeff <laughs> on uh, the podcast. This is my. This is actually my interfacing with the internet. He filters it all and just gives it to me. <laughs> You're welcome. By the way, you need to know: Batman versus Superman dropped sixty nine percent in its second week. Ooh, that's rough. That is pretty rough. It's pretty rough. Um, yeah, it's still it's still doing all right, but it's it's definitely not a the runaway success that they would have wanted it to be, I'm sure. No. And okay. we still keep teasing. People keep posting they want us to do, possibly do a BVS episode. Um, it's not Marvel. It's not Marvel. But uh, we could do it. We have opinions, but it's not Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we'll just sound like we're being bitchy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just going to be mad the whole time. <laughs> You're just going to hear me ranting about how they can't combine four different comic books at the same time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> maybe, so, maybe we'll do a short episode on that yeah. sometime. Uh, while they were while they were finishing um, production up in New York for Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch they visited a comic book shop in New York um, in full Doctor Strange costume and took some pictures with some of the people there, and then eventually like bought a Doctor Strange comic book. That's super fun. So I've got the set photos from the New York set. I've got those pictures. And I've got other pictures that are going to be in the slideshow this week, um, including photos from next uh, next week's episode of Agents of Shield. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that'll Paradise all be Lost. The, I think is next week. Yeah, that'll all be in the feed uh, for Blog Talk. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, cool. And anywhere we uh, we embed it, which is on Facebook, and I think Twitter is where I also put it. I just. Speaking cast of, the net. Speaking of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the finale is going to be a two-hour episode. Yeah, and it's going to be airing on the 17th, meaning there are only going to be two episodes after uh, Civil War drops. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, I, three hours of content. Three hours of content after Civil War. And so. it should be a, a, a kind of a big deal thing, because, I mean, we've got so many seeds of Civil War that are happening, like the Inhumans are there. Some people need them to be registered. Some people think they need to be registered or controlled or organized. And some people think, well, they're just, they need to live their lives. And like, there's all of that going on. And that's kind of at play with civil war, like the entire story. Yeah, it absolutely could be as big an effect on our show because of where this show has gone with the basically a secret warrior storyline, yeah, this could be as big of a deal as the uh, reveal from the first, the second Captain America. Yeah, um, it seems that Cap movies are just the ones. Yeah, that, they just connect real strongly. That we'll see. Feels, Phil's team because we, we were pretty disappointed with the Age of Ultron tie-in. Not that it was bad; it just wasn't big. Yeah, and I was. It didn't affect the story in any major way. Yeah, and I. The way that Cap 2, um, Winter Soldier, connected with the story of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was one of the most amazing synergistic uses of television and movies I've ever seen. It was. And it wasn't even that it connected with the story of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's that it completely directed it. It said, okay, now go this way. And we're like, oh, God, okay. Yeah. That's the way we're going. And it's what we talked about since we started talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is that these are the characters that are having to deal, the humans that are having to deal with these big, you know, 
soon to be cosmic circumstances. And so I'd like to see some big impact on, on, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the Sokovia Accords need to have lasting effects into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I mean, we've had, like, we've had connection a lot to the, um, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series. We've had some characters show up. We got little bits of connection between the, uh, the Netflix stuff and, and the, the Marvel TV content. And then by my next story, <laughs> yeah. we've got a pretty solid like on-screen connection between the Marvel movies and the Netflix series. Um, Alfre Woodard is added to the Civil War cast list. And if you don't know who that is, we reported on that several months ago. Alfre Woodard is going to be playing the part of Mariah Dillard in the Luke Cage Netflix series. In Civil War, it's it's been said that she's going to be she will play the mother of an American citizen that was killed during Avengers Age of Ultron's final battle in Sokovia. She's rumored to have a scene with Tony Stark where she lays both guilt and blame at him for the death of her son. And that is huge. Yeah. To have to have a um we, uh, we've obviously had a few characters show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. over the years. Yeah, some smaller characters. Some, well, I mean, Nick I mean, Fury uh, showed up for an episode. Um, Maria Hill, uh, I forget who it was, Sitwell, obviously, who wasn't from the movies, but he was from the... He uh, was in the movies. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, in, in, in Cap 2, right? He wasn't before that, was he? He was in the one shot before that. He was in others. Was he? Okay, yeah. I may be wrong. Uh, well, we've so we've had little small kind of shield crossovers, basically. Four. Okay, cool. Uh, well, we we've had shield crossovers, basically. Yeah. But we've never had anyone from the Avengers proper show up or anything yeah. like that. And so to have an actress um, playing in both the Netflix series and in a major seems like a major role in Civil War uh, could be really cool. Yeah, at least like a uh, a character role that is. Yeah, major being relative. Yeah, well, it's... She's not playing Captain America. (laughs) It's at least a character role that is making a difference in one of the big players' lives. Yeah, like someone that could be memorable, and then when she shows up on Luke Cage, you're like, oh, yeah, Yeah. that girl. Uh, That's that's cool. It's really cool that they're... uh, We really haven't had a strong connection between the Netflix universe, the Netflix series, and either Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or... um, the movies yet. So this is kind of the first time they're bridging that connection and they should be. The Netflix series are so good. Yeah. And there's, there's been a very tiny connection that we had pointed out, uh, earlier in this week, actually. Um, was it this week or either way, uh, in the last episode of daredevil or yeah, daredevil, there's a season two. You're talking about season two. So small spoiler alert, small spoiler. There's it's a, not, it's there's very a small. disc that Frank Castle gets out and it says micro on it. And we were like, what's micro? And then I believe it was Omer Amalia. Um, he mentioned to us that micro was Frank Castle's handler. Yeah. Which reminded me that we have heard his name before on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm so glad Omer brought that up because uh, micro was mentioned in season two. Which episode? Episode seven. We looked it up. Yeah, season two, episode seven. Uh, so when, when the Daisy, on the wall. When Daisy was still named Sky. Um, <laughs> She says, one of my sources, this guy, Micro, he's kind of a crime scene junkie. He came across something. 
Yeah, and it's it's the it's 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 a season, pretty important season two little uh, nugget of information that they need, and uh, just awesome. So we have we do have a little small behind the scenes off screen character connections between Agents of Shield and uh, the Daredevil universe now. Yeah, and Micro has now been mentioned on both. Yeah, so we've got that connection there uh, as far as an off screen character, but now we're gonna have somebody that's literally on screen going from one place to another. And if you recall, um, several months ago, there was a uh, there was a, a teaser dropped that was just a picture that was a light post with what looks like bumper stickers on it, it says "Rebuilding Harlem, Mariah Dillard," and. That and it's got an American flag on it, so it looks to me like she's running for some sort of political office. Political office after the events of Civil War, and I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that her campaign hold or her campaign footing is so that uh, she can keep people from having to go through the problems or go through the heartache that she went through, right? With you know losing a family member. And that was in a battle in Sokovia. Yeah. Uh, what I what I find interesting rebuilding Harlem is what are they rebuilding it from? And it sounds yeah, to me like it, it could be from the Hulk. Incredible it, Hulk is where what we know of Harlem. Yeah, because he broke Harlem the last time yeah. he was there. Um, so so is she still? Uh, you know, it is. It, it's, it's, it could even be a flashback picture from sure. like when she was running for office uh, during like after the events of the Incredible Hulk. Could have been. But either way, that still puts her in a pretty solid position to have some political clout. Absolutely. Is Harlem one of the mentioned uh, – does General Ross mention Harlem when no. he's talking about – Okay. I feel like Harlem gets no love. He I mean, says Har- New York. Harlem was broken. Yeah, that's right. He says New York, Sokovia, Washington. Yeah. Um, I feel like Harlem gets no love. And I think that might be what her character is about. Like, Yeah. All these big things. Well, this thing happened in Harlem, if you remember. Two monsters fought and destroyed half of Harlem. Yeah. (laughs) There's holes in buildings because of them. I feel like we've been waiting for them to mention that, and they really haven't as much. Yeah, like this guy had a fight that destroyed a lot. Like, there are holes in buildings. There was crushed things like cars were smashed in half like cars were roadway. used as boxing gloves which right. is probably my favorite part of that movie <laughs> or like the roadway was destroyed for oh, a large fight. portion of it like a lot happened and then you're like putting him on a team to to protect us yeah Are you kidding me like that sounds like a bad idea anyway so we've got those like those really big cool connections now and it's really exciting to see that you know what else is really neat What's really neat, Jeff? Sony has registered multiple Spider-Man film domains. I love this story. Because <laughs> I feel like it's totally... We always hear it's about... It's off the wall. We always hear about these days certain companies uh, coming up with a um, a domain name or like registering a domain name, and it always makes it feel like, oh, that's going to be the name of the thing. Yeah. Uh, but they, to I guess avoid that, it seems like... Yeah, they registered four domains. Registered four, which... The, let's let's hear them. The first one that they registered, which got this whole thing started, just snowballed the hell out of it, uh, was SpidermanHomecomingTheMovie.com. And everybody's like, oh my God, Spider-Man Homecoming, that was a comic book, so clearly you're going to be doing the, yeah, the clearly, Homecoming that's thing, be the one. whatever. And I was like, well, he's in high school, so it could be just that he's trying to find a date to Homecoming, <laughs> or like something happens at the Homecoming dance, like could be anything involving that. But then... 
Sony just in what looked like the troll of the of the month just decided to register three more. So we've got Spider-Man coming of age movie.com, Spider-Man greatness awaits movie.com, and Spider-Man suspended movie.com. I really like Spider-Man suspended. That's uh that's what the whole movie should be about. <laughs> He's just upset. Oh, there's uh, a little multiple entendre there because you know he's suspended from school and sus- or he's suspended upside down from right, a thread right yeah and kissing on ladies yeah yeah i like it <laughs> or it could be that you know the sus- the movie that they were wanting to make got suspended and never got produced oh wah wah <laughs> let's let's not make fun of sony anymore they're in the they're in the club now yeah they joined us <laughs> as long as they make good movies i am so excited about civil war and I'm excited about the Spider-Man movie, but I'm just I'm a little worried Sony's going to like still try to hold on to too much control. Just give it to Feige. Yeah. Just give it to just Feige. Just hand it over. Just hand it over, let him do his thing. You hand it He'll over. Make you all the money. You make money, you win. Like yeah. Vic, you don't even have to do anything. Yeah, and even if it sucks, you don't get blamed. Right. Just trust trust Feige. Trust Feige. <laughs> In Feige we trust. <laughs> um a lot of people also have mentioned that uh Spider-Man Homecoming the movie could also be a reference to Spider-Man coming home to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I, that's why I like it. I, I like the, I like the name Homecoming. Uh, of those four, I think that should be the one. And I, I don't really know what this, the Homecoming storyline was about in comics, but I know there is a Homecoming storyline in comics. Yeah, I don't remember it. Uh, but you know, it sounds like it might be something that's around his high school days. Could could make sense. And the the fact that he's coming home to the Marvel Universe is why that name is perfect how about we get on to some feedback sure thing so let's see uh joey Casina said to us on twitter at mcu cast hey guys here's a dumb question so don't hate me but why is australia getting civil war a week before the u.s like i said dumb question um it's not a dumb question i just have no idea what the answer is um generally <laughs> je- which makes it probably a good question good question a lot dumb of times answer. a lot of t- yeah dumb answer uh, a lot of times movies come out they they have they have like a, a a very complicated calculus as to why they put out a movie as a certain week here and a certain week there. A lot of times it's because of certain other movies coming out yeah. at the same time. Um, uh, you know, like like uh, the, the movies get jockeyed around in all different positions. So who knows? It could be that BVS comes out the same week or so, or like well, a later week or something. So so they they had to like move it to accommodate or whatever. I don't know. BVS had a uh, a pretty big coordinated grand release all in right. the same weekend. Well, and, and generally these do too. I don't know why Australia would get it first, but well, uh, these actually a lot of times in uh, Australia and the UK, at least as far as Marvel movies, have been released a week beforehand. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, a lot of our our, our I remember, UK I remember that with... got like Age of Ultron and, and yeah, everything first. I remember that with Age of Ultron. It, to me, it just seems. It seems random a lot of times when random countries get it before us or or after us or whatever. Uh, but just drop it on the same day. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. To I me. mean, it just could be it could be to ease distribution. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense though with the way that things work these days with the uh, digital with distribution. technology being a thing. Yeah, everybody just gets it at the same time. But there's all kinds of, like I said, the the, the true answer is. Uh, because they think they'll make more money that way. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's really the whole the whole answer behind distribution apparatus. Like, for whatever way, reason, like any way that they distribute it, it's because they'll make more money that way. Yeah, for whatever reason it is, they'll make more money that way. Yep. 
So uh, moving on up, uh, Mr. Donald Martin says to moving us, "Moving on up." I knew you would do that. You said moving on up. Now you know I can't resist. <laughs> Donald Martin says to us on Facebook, so I thought you guys would appreciate this. My son, almost nine, comes up to me after dinner tonight and says, Dad, can we start watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from the beginning? Yes, son. Yes, we can. Hashtag Uh, winning at parenting. The only question I have for him is, has he seen uh, the first five or six uh, MCU movies? Because he's got to watch those first. You got to make sure he understands the full continuity And where Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fits in. And don't forget to watch 16 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., then watch Captain America, Winter Soldier. <laughs> then he's nine, but he needs to understand. These are things no. he needs to know. <laughs> these, are, these are pearls. you got to do it right. <laughs> no, Donald, you are absolutely winning at parroting. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, just the even I can't imagine when I... Well, I say that. No, I was that kid. I, I remember being on the phone with... I like... My dad had no uh, knowledge of, like, continuities and things like that. But I remember as a child, like, trying to understand the continuity of different movies. Like, wait, what came first, though? Because in this movie, <laughs> this guy did this. And this did, did this. And a lot of times it's because there was no continuity. Like, yeah. before Marvel, Star Trek was the only thing. I mean, Star Trek, Star Wars uh, have these large sweeping continuities. But other than that, like, a lot of things were just, like... You know, hey, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of anthology and a little bit of this. I, so many things don't have the tight continuity that I grew up and loving. Yeah. And I would watch, like, Jason movies and try to apply a strict continuity to them. <laughs> and a lot of times it was like, but he died there. Why is he back? Because he's Jason. Oh, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't like that. Horror movies are one of the only other type of movies, though. Like, sci-fi and horror are the ones that you can like watch for continuity because a lot of times they'll like, oh, he, they killed him here, but because of a lightning bolt, he came back in number four. <laughs> and then in number five, they kill him this way, but because of this, he comes back. Yeah. I remember watching like Child's Play. Okay, I watched a lot of dark things when I was a kid. I'm realizing it just now. Um, <laughs> I remember very clearly Chucky like trying to possess a little child and being freaked out. I, I could not have been older than like eight or nine watching that movie. Oh, oh man. That's cre- what was my dad thinking? What were they thinking? What was my dad? Uh, not, the, not they, except one thing. My mom is, when I was, my mom is super uh, conservative Christian lady who my dad was a Southern Baptist minister and my mom is super uh, religious, but also just like um, conservative. And I don't mean politically, but like uh, in what she watches and what she allowed us to watch and things. My dad didn't care at all until one day I was like 14 years old. My mom brought home Porky's on VHS. (laughs) You ever seen Porky's? I don't remember watching it. Just like it's, it's one of the early like, uh, teen comedies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And my mom yeah. was like, we watched this when we were in college and we loved it. It was thought it was so funny. And I watched it and it's just full of nudity and like sex. Got That's all, the all it is. Not just boobs. I mean, we're talking full frontal here. Uh, and I was like, what are, why are you showing me this, mom? <laughs> and she was like, I didn't remember. I didn't remember it being so bad. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it was pretty great. She Go, mom. No memory of the she just blocked it out. Tons of nudity that there was in Porky's, and that, that's basically what the movie's about. It's about a bunch of guys trying to get laid, and they're going to like a strip club, and it's just like that's what the movie is about. 
She, and every like memorable scene is about sex. And my 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 sweet mother had no memory of that. <laughs> I don't know if she was like confusing it with another movie. No, she just had such fond memories. Just such fond uh, memories. Back when she was a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she listens to this podcast. She definitely does not. Okay. Well, get her to listen to this episode. <laughs> I'm going to call her a heathen. I'm calling my mom a heathen. It's okay. She's not a heathen anymore. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> So Dre Thompson says to us on Facebook, listening to the Daredevil cast, I learned, or I've learned that I binged it way too fast and need to watch it again. So many little details missed. Uh, I, I've learned that I did not binge it too fast, but I still need to watch it again. <laughs> like six or seven more times. That season two of Daredevil was amazing. It was real good. Everyone, if you haven't seen it yet, go, go watch it all. Just go watch it all. Mm. So Aaron Hecker says to us on Facebook, just saw a new trailer for Civil War while watching the NCAA Men's Championship, Black Panther versus Cap, spine tingling. Yeah. yeah that was a new TV spot that, that dropped, um, had uh, Black Panther clawing on Cap's shield. Yeah. You, Looked uh, awesome. You, that whole vibranium on vibranium violence. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm real excited to, to see where that goes. And see why um, it's spine tingling. That's got to be worse than like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's likely going to be the only uh, the only thing that can scratch Cap Shield. Yeah, absolutely. And or break it. Yeah, which will be uh, real scary if that happens. Because then you're going to be like, "What's Cap going to do? What else does he have?" Yeah, he's got his strength, just strength and uh, speed and. A shield, like he's kind of a simple character. I like, I like Cap a lot. <laughs> well, he's got his tactics. He does have his tactics, and he has his heart. Yeah, the heart's the most important thing. I mean, he could do this all day. You almost forgot the heart. Yeah, he could do this all day. He could do this all day. Jeffrey James says to us on Facebook, "I absolutely want to hear you guys do a podcast on Batman versus Superman." I just saw it and thought that it was actually quite good within the limitations of the genre. It's certainly much better than Man of Steel, although admittedly that's not a high bar. Quick note, if you're going to use True Believers, you ought to hand out a no prize every once in a while. <laughs> that's funny. We don't really have anything to give out as a prize. Well, that's so. what no prizes are, man. That's fair. He used to, uh, oh gosh, uh, Stan Lee used to send out like... <laughs> like basically a certificate saying, here's your no prize. Yep. Here's your no prize. Thanks for spotting my continuity error. Yeah. We'll, we'll, tr we'll try that. We'll try that. every. Uh, when we, we don't have continuity errors, Matt. No, we don't. But uh, when we, uh, when you guys catch something, we don't. So yeah, catch something. We don't, and you get a no prize. Or if you, uh, if you make a really good prediction Ooh, and it yeah. ends up being right, you're going to get the biggest no prize. And you may have to write us and remind remind us that – just write us and gloat, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Toot we don't your always own horn. remember who, who predicted what. Yeah. Toot your own horn, and we'll be sure to also toot your horn. <laughs> that sounds gross. Hey, me and my mom's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continuity error. You said she's not. <laughs> I get the first no prize. <laughs> We're not eligible for all no prizes. Oh, come, come on. on. All right, guys. Well, we are going to get into our S.H.I.E.L.D. spoiler section very quickly. Um, again, we're going to be talking about episode 15 of season three, uh, Space Time. So it, it was a cool one. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, 
you know the drill. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, but we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, or call us at... 573-CAST-MCU. Leave a voicemail. We can play it on the show. If you're looking for a similar podcast in this vein, but from the DC universe, you know, they're more wrong than us because they like the DC universe. (laughs) But check out DC On Screen. Uh, DC On Screen's good friends of ours. Great podcast. I listen to it Also a member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. That's right. That's right. Um, We're family around here. Check out DC On Screen. They're awesome. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we're going to go to the spoiler section right after this. All right, everybody. We're back. Spoilers for episode 15 of season three of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in three, two, one. Daisy saw the future, and it is scary. Well, Malik saw the future, and it is scary. Daisy's wasn't nearly as scary as uh, it seemed like it was going to be. Well, we, we now know that um, what what was seen in... The first episode back from the break is a death. Is a death, which we kind of could see. It looked like someone was going to die, but we like thought there maybe, were blood droplets. We thought maybe they would use like um, yo-yo or something to speed in there and save them or something. Uh, but it looks like someone in Shield will die in space. Yeah, we talked about space time. Uh, being possibly related to that, and it was loosely, but space time was more what I was hoping for, which was a time travel episode. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, it was a time travel episode. It was more like a heroes style time travel episode, which was the problem with heroes. Did you ever watch heroes? I loved heroes. I liked heroes too, but every season, every one, they had a flash forward to the future. And then they had to prevent it. Like, that's just the show was about. <laughs> Which, I love an episode about that, but you can't overdo it. I don't think that's what was what was done in season four, though. I didn't see season four. Season four was a lot better than three. You, you told me that. And way better than back. two. Yeah. Three was so bad. Three was so bad. Well, the the writer uh, that went off to write the first, or the season of Kings that, that debuted, like, he came back to, to write on season, season four. four. Yeah, he told me yeah. that. Uh, yeah, season three was so bad, I, l- I left. I-, I might go back one day. <laughs> you should watch season four. It's been so long now that I'm like, do I even remember who the characters are? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I remember the basics, but I'm, I'm not fair. super... I don't remember where, where everybody was and what their journeys had been, and so I'm less interested now. That's uh, fair. But I might, I might check it out one day. Okay. I don't think I have the emotional energy to go through all four seasons, though. Oh, come on. Because the, the third one was so bad. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Anyway, Sorry. Getting off topic. So they did the hero style of time travel, which is a flash forward to the future to show you what could be and then try to prevent it. But they had, I, I love Fitz having like the best description of why it's fixed. It was so great. It was such a Doc Brown moment. It really was. It, it was perfect. Oh, this episode, Fitz was my favorite part of this episode. Um, even though he had a very small bit, but he had a Doc Brown moment, and I love those. I love, like, <laughs> let's have a little bit of a physics lesson. Like, yeah. Yep. That's so good. And that is, the way that he described it is absolutely perfect. Like, all we see as three-dimensional beings is a cross-section of the fourth-dimensional plane. Yeah. And, like, ah, uh, yes, absolutely, yes. Yeah. I remember, so great. I remember, oh, man. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Um, the, and him like taking out the paper and drawing the line down down the planes. Yeah, 
was just so good. It's just so good. It's it's it really was what I look for in the space and uh, time travel like story. I want them to give me rules. I want them to establish what time travel means. Like I just like the whole thing. I like it so much. It was like a perfect physical representation of like something that in that like theoretically it doesn't make much sense but then like you put it on that kind of plane like break it down one more level for us it's like oh oh wow okay yeah, yeah. do you think that these rules of time travel uh, will persist into things like the movies uh we, we've talked about the fact that they're Ooh. they're looking at finding the time gem eventually yep yep uh in which case we might have a time travel story in the movies which i would love but um i mean may said it uh, changing the past. Now that's the trick. We're thinking that poor May. I know, right? Poor May. This episode, and she like she was so just staunchly against Andrew being like near her, like being near him, even talking to him. She's I'm done with him. He's a murderer. And then when he started to change for what he says is the last time, she just had such a sad face, like heartbreak. I have on. I have a prediction for what I think is going to happen with Lash. Mm-hmm. Now that he is in S.H.I.E.L.D.'s hands, we are going to have a Hulk on Harlem moment. Oh, yeah. We have Malik and and Ward, for better, uh, Hive, uh, collecting... Hive in, Ward. <laughs> collecting in humans, right? Yeah. For whatever purpose. Uh, they said they're building an army... Um, Malik says in this episode, I have a plan. We're going to have plenty of Inhumans when the time comes. What is the time? We don't know what their plan is. We don't know what this all means. We don't know if Malik's still going to be involved because he seems like he might be. He got a little bit broken. He got a little bit broken this episode. Uh, First he broke his exoskeleton, and then he broke his mind with the whole being touched. Yeah, like he picked up the guy and... And I like from what it seemed like he picked the guy up by the neck, uh, Charlie Charles yeah. rather, and like that probably got him a lot of contact with him enough to have like a big vision, and like it's been established in this episode that when they touch Charles and get a vision, it's they see death, somebody's death. I think he sees at least what he thinks is his own death. Could be because I think that's the only thing that would scare him that much. Well, yeah, because he told uh, Guerra. Uh, Guerra, sorry. He told Guerra, like, you're my head of security. You have to be by my side at all times, protecting me. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned, like, he specifically said, protecting me. And I'm like, that's very much sounding like he thinks that he's going to die. I think that he's going to, because of his vision, I think he's going to end up going up against Ward. He probably. I don't think he's a believer in Ward's. Ward's hive. Sorry, yeah, hive. Uh, I don't believe he's a believer in hive's vision anymore. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think that he saw his own death without Guerra being there, and was like, "No, he has to be there all times. Period. When I sleep, I'm going Maybe. to the bathroom, and he's holding my hand, like all of it." <laughs> Maybe. I just. I, I think he reached out to Guerra because he's just like, "I see my. I see danger in my future. I just need Guerra because Guerra's been my." been my confidant and security officer till now but he says no i am not i'm here with hive i'm right where i'm supposed to be what's with what's with ward hive uh going all matrix on us this episode i don't know it was 
It was a big change. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Ward Hive in this episode was more compelling than Ward has been in a while. Well, yeah, it, like the the complete change of character to this just completely absolute calm, placid, knowing exactly powerful. Yeah, just exuding power, like knowing there's nothing anybody in this room can do to me. Yeah, he's so calm, and there's so much like going on under the surface. I thought his uh, his uh, his performance in this episode was was great, and he, he's he's been the actor who plays Ward, um, Brett Dalton. Brett Dalton, uh, he has gone through two major transformations, really three, if you consider uh, when he lost his love in that season two, I believe finale. Uh, he he became more much more of a vengeful Ward. Previously, he had just been. He had still been he'd been like this weird lovesick for Sky thing, all of the season, two, all of season two. Then he falls in love with that girl. I don't know. Just such an interesting uh, agent. Um, thirty three. Is it agent thirty three? Yeah. Um, God, I don't know why that's. I was trying to say like forty seven. Then I was like, no, that's item forty seven. <laughs> well, yeah, I just thought it was this. This being a new form of Ward, yeah, was cool. Really, really well. Well played. Uh, really powerful. Really cool. I want to see more of him. I, I, I see him as a compelling villain, even though he's a bit of a mustache twirler in that he's like, he doesn't have a complex um, mission or past. He just has, I, I'm going to take over the world, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, which is very mustache twirly, but because he's such a different being possibly like like an alien a different being seems like an alien like inhuman or whatever um it it was believable and scary and very cool yeah and the the fear that that you see when uh, when colson and team glimpse ward on oh camera that was so great was just incredible like when the cameras cut out and they're like was that day just got weirder was that what that's so good Oh yeah, I forget what I forget spot what spot on acting this whole episode. I forget what Colson was saying when he's in that in that room, but he's saying something to the, to the team, um, and he's just and he's just immediately shut down, stop mid sentence, and just like, what? Yep. What was that? And Ward looks so creepy. the The amount of weight that was in that this was a great. All he did was just smile <sighs> at the camera. This was such a well written episode. Too. It really was. Um, I loved all the stuff. With Daisy trying to teach May to take that room down, right? Uh, and then, and then all of that, she tried to get the knife, just like May had been practicing to get. Yep. She grabs the knife, which I don't see why she didn't bring a knife with her. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, I don't see why she didn't just like shake the building down. Uh, but that's uh, just me. well, <laughs> she's trying to save that guy. Uh, is the actual reason uh, she's there to save Charles. Uh, but Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just let let Charles go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's don't mean. kill all of the innocents in the building. Yeah, don't kill all of the inhumans either. Like every time they meet one, it's either like they're dead, they get sent away, or they join the other team. Like we need a bigger team. We've got what four? Four. Uh, which someone posted a picture of. I guess it's a coming episode, which I was going to say for a little later. Two episodes from now. But actually. Donald Martin posted a, a picture from Luke Mitchell's Twitter on Instagram and it's uh all four of our inhumans uh Lincoln, Sky, 
Yo-Yo. You mean Daisy? Damn it. <laughs> Daisy. And... Uh, Joey. Joey. Gutierrez. I, I always forget Joey Gutierrez's name. Um, but yeah, I think they look cool. They're in all black. That's a nice one picture that you have there from that one episode. I've got eight. Cool. Don't spoil me too hard now. That's, uh, that is not next week's episode, but it's the next... like. Next week is Paradise Lost. The one after that is called The Team. Ooh. And that's what those pictures are from. Cool. The Team. That sounds like we're going to get a little bit stronger sense of who, what the Secret Avengers is going to look like. So that's awesome. Man, looks great. Just this episode was so up my alley. With the, with the time travel element, um, was it just me or was it way too obvious that the smoke was going to be ash? Um, you I mean, mean the snow? snow. The, the snow. snow was gonna be ash. I, you know, at first I thought it looked like snow. See, and for me, in in the in the original flash forward, you see embers falling wherever Sky is. You see Sky's face, or uh, you see uh, not not the Sky's face, but the dude's face, Charles' face, Charles's face. Charles, no. You see little ashy embers falling Got in front of his head. Sorry, you... that's a internet video from a while ago. Oh, okay. It was from the X-Men series where somebody had dubbed over one of the episodes with Juggernaut, and it was the Juggernaut bitch. The Juggernaut bitch thing, yeah. yeah. Charles, no, got in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, visions of terrible things. You gotcha, know, you know, gotcha, gotcha. Same basic principle here. Same principle as here, yeah. Um, well, Charles is laying on the ground, and, and, and burning embers are falling around him, and then yeah. it cuts to them holding hands with white substance falling, and I was like, that's ash. That's obviously ash <laughs> to my mind. I don't know. It just looked like ash. It never, the snow thing never made sense to me. I don't know. I am um, like thinking about it now. Like, come on guys. It's, it's April. Like it's not going to be snowing. Well, we don't know what month it is there That's fair. to be fair. And we also don't know exactly where they are. Also true. Could be up in Canada or something. Gross. Where snow happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, there was no. Well, mm, uh, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> there was recently. No, no. Charles started in New York, but they transported him to somewhere else. Yeah, so we don't know. <laughs> the answer is we don't know, and so they've covered themselves. They, he said, there's not a cloud in the sky. Of course, none of them were shivering either. So I would have assumed if it was going to snow, they would have been like, you know, it's kind of cold here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit chilly. Um, but yeah, I, I, this episode was great. Uh, well written. It was about time travel, which I've said over and over, is my thing. Yeah, it's your jam. It's my jam. And the production values were really high. Yeah. I was, I was saying that uh, whenever they released the first, like the clip of the first little bit where the, the grocery store owner was calling in the cops and like S.H.I.E.L.D. showed up and then Hydra showed up and blew things up and killed people. Like when that happened, like when they showed that clip starting... Uh, earlier in the week, I shared it to the Facebook and was like, there's a lot of great action that's going to be in this yeah. in this episode. And the production value just looks really great. Cause, yeah, like, the burning billboard. The burning and, billboard. Like, like cool background on the rooftop. The trashed cars being flipped over. Yeah, it was cool. Like we saw the, um, <laughs> we saw the Quinjet go off, one, flying out. One major problem I had with Nothing. that first scene... Any. When does Daisy choose to use her powers? I guess maybe because people were around and she's still a secret. But like, the, the they are the secret warriors. The Hydra 
quadcopter comes zooming in and she she could blast it a little bit with some of her mojo, I feel like. I feel like she can move mountains. We know that. She can cause yeah, avalanches. Like we've seen that happen. On mountains. So why isn't she aiming her gloves above her and shaking that thing to like till its bolts fall off? Did she have her gloves on though? Yeah. In that specific sequence? I don't know. She had on her street clothes. I can't. And she put on her full costume later when she was going to be sent into the to the um You may be right. You may be right. But well, then still it could like would just cause her some internal uh bleeding. It wouldn't like hurt anything else. <laughs> yeah, let's sacrifice her for uh, to save Charles. <laughs> We've already established that it's okay for Charles to die. What did you think about Robin? I haven't done any looking yet, but is there a Robin in the Marvel universe? that could be a younger inhuman that she's going to either have to mentor or I, I think she's definitely, we're definitely going to have a future connection to this Robin person that, uh, well, she's going to take care of her. Apparently she says she's going to take care of her. She says she's going to watch out for her. Um, so I wonder how soon we'll get some, some scenes with, with, uh, Daisy, uh, touching with touching, uh, getting in touch with Robin. Um, also I wonder how old Robin is, could she be like a super young secret Avenger? <laughs> um, like, or is she going to have the talk with her and let her choose to get the um, vaccine or not? Oh, that's what I think is going to be the, uh, I think she's going to have a conversation with that mother and there's going to have the whole, we have a vaccine, but I believe that this is a gift, not a whatever. And we're going to see, we're going to see that struggle. Big decision being made there. Yeah. So there's really no, there's nothing really in the in the comics. There's nobody named Robin Hinton. His last name was Hinton. Um, it could be yeah. just like a retooling of somebody's origin or or name, or like, it could be a like whole Sky cloth. was, or it could just be somebody that. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a great point. It could be uh, someone that could be that's not her name now or whatever. Like could be a nickname. It could be anything. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I, th- I definitely think we're going to get her back. I think it's going to play into the vaccine storyline. Oh, yeah. And I think it's because she is definitely an inhuman, at least has some inhuman blood. Well, yeah, because uh, it's a it's a lineage. And I right. mean, as long as he is the father, like, let's get Maury on this. But I'm pretty sure he is the father. <laughs> let's get Maury on this. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to go that route. <laughs> OK, well, still, as long as he's the father, then she's got an human lineage and she can undergo teragenesis. Yeah. And Daisy can take care of her. I'm excited about that. I would love to see like a teenage inhuman show up. Maybe she could be someone for Cloak and Dagger to interact with. Uh, there is a teenage inhuman that's in the main continuity right now. Her name is Kamala Khan. She is the new Miss Marvel. Yes. But uh, that's true. She's I probably mean, not going to be with this. She's of Muslim descent, not yeah. white. Like the um, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Hinton is. Yeah. Anyway. Or his wife. Or his wife. So let's, uh, let's talk about some feedback. Let's talk about more feedback, shall we? Let's get into specific feedback on this week. Dre Thompson says to us on Facebook, Just saw Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. My mind's pretty much blown, but I'll try to form full sentences here. <laughs> Thank you for your consideration. Because it's hard to read non-complete sentences. So nice use of Charles's power. His wife said whoever touched him saw a death, not necessarily their own. Does that mean it may not be Daisy on the Gwinjet? Or am I thinking too hard after midnight? Andrew slash Lash. Nah, I didn't really care about him on this one. Sorry, Blair. It does seem like they're heading to a Lash versus Hive battle, though, which would be nice. 
The whole time May was practicing the fight, I kept thinking, just hit up Elena and bring her with you. So yeah, Yo-Yo would have been a great addition to the team. Like, oh, the time limit, done. They're yeah. all down. That's true. That's true. I don't see why they didn't call her up on this one. There's Seems a, like they had plenty of prep time. Yeah, there's a lot of time where it's just kind of like, hey, let's grab a person and uh, that would be much better suited that yeah. could come along. It the, the the rules of the Flash did seem strange uh, because it showed that Daisy, when she had the Flash, saw various things. For some reason, she saw... Colson shooting directly at her and she knew that was her being shot at as if she was seeing a vision of her own vision in the future if that makes sense yeah uh, like from her perspective from her perspective but she also she also saw, saw Lincoln bloody Lincoln bloody which, which she was, she was never not there near. for she also saw Fitz and Simmons holding hands downstairs so apparently it could just be random yeah uh, I don't know if she I don't know if there's a proximity issue um I really don't know. Uh, they did not give us enough rules, and I'd probably on purpose to keep their, their options open. Yeah. Uh, but she apparently saw someone's death in a Quinjet in space. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm excited about it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to mount up the Quinjets to go defend against some Kree. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't know, man. I don't know. Can get some Guardians to show up? <laughs> No, they would. They would not do that. Oh, it'd be so good. That would be so awesome. But they would not do that. I mean, it would Chris, be way too much money Chris to Pratt, get all of the guardians. Chris Pratt did TV for a long time. <laughs> it's fine. Just it's come cool. On. So has uh, so has Michael Rooker, like Yondu and Yondu and uh, and Star Lord can just show up for an episode and help out. It'd be so good. And they're just fighting the whole time, just yeah. arguing, the bickering, just back and forth. Yeah, be awesome. Mm. I'm excited to see like a, a high versus lash battle. Which oh, I was talking about this a minute ago, and I never got to finish the thought. They are collecting a big group of Inhumans. Yeah, and I said it's going to be like Harlem, like Hulk on Harlem. Yeah, I think they're just going to release Lash into a building full of Inhumans and just let him go. Oh, that would be beautiful. That is my that is my <laughs> thought. Like a bunch of Inhumans are collected by uh, Malik and a Hive, and they're doing whatever. Whatever they're trying to do within humans, and they're just going to be like, this is our only option. Lash, go for it. And they just drop <sighs> him in like Hulk in Harlem and let him go for it. That would be so bad. That was my thought. I'm sorry to interrupt. What were you saying? Just That would be bad. Yeah. It would be really cool to see like a hash versus... Hash. Hash. Well, hash hash fight. Hashtag Lash. No, Hash Fight. Hash. Hive and Lash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hash Fight. <laughs> so, <laughs> it worked out. Uh, Hive and Lash, like, duking it out would be just incredible to see because Inhumans turn and bring about a power that's needed to bring balance. Right. So maybe they, since the universe is fixed and time is fixed and we know what's going to happen, we knew that Hive would come back, so Lash needed to happen and be in place to... To stop Hive. To stop Hive, to fight it's Hive. True. It's true. I think I think we're I think I think we're definitely going to get into Hive versus Lash before the season's over, and I I, I hate that uh, Dre didn't feel the feel the love for um for the Doctor there. I felt I I really did. I, I felt so bad for him. He comes in, he's all ragged. He's got the he's got holes in his shirt. He's got uh, the beard going. Yeah. Um. I felt I felt bad for him. He really just seemed to want to be there for May, 
and he turned himself in. He did the right thing. I don't know how many Inhumans he's killed in the meantime, uh, if any, uh, but he turned himself in, so that was good. I thought that he was going to be turning himself in so that he could get closer to, like, Daisy and Lincoln and Joey and Rio. You never know. Yeah. That may be his plan. He may have figured out a way out of that room, and then that was the lash in him talking, and he could be a Trojan lash. Trojan lash. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That would have been real mean. Anyway, Stephanie Will says to us on Facebook, all I could think of during Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tonight was Nick Fury walking up to Creepy Wardhive and saying, well, let me know if real power wants a magazine or something. Yeah. I love he that. was dressed in green. He was dressed in green and a similar like coat style to Loki. Yeah, and the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. I, this it was such such Matrix Ward. I loved, I liked I liked this Ward a lot. <laughs> Matrix Ward Hive. We're just we're throwing so many words into his name. Yeah, it's just four letters. Come on. Anyway, uh, moving on. Aaron Hecker says to us on Facebook: Just finished this week's Agents of Shield episode one. Head crush scene is ABC's version of Daredevil's hamburger face. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. That head crush scene was pretty brutal. It started off real rough. It was like horror movie brutal. Like yeah. His, like his, he was uh, crushing a melon. Oh, it was rough. And his face was still like moving while he was crushing it. Like it was real gross. And you started to see like the line of blood coming uh-huh. up. Oh, man. Oh, Real Malik. rough. Malik, you've gone too far. You cross the line. <laughs> you don't come back from that red. Anyway, number two, when Andrew transformed into Lash, it was reminiscent of when Bruce Banner transformed into the Hulk in the catwalk in the library. Yeah, when he had his hand on the window and oh right, and started to turn. Yeah, and it even it looked like the same kind of animation that happened. I, I thought of Hulk when that animation happened. It looked yeah. very much like Banner's hand. It got a little bit bigger and turned gray. Yeah, he's Gray Hulk. Yeah, Gray Hulk Lash. Great God, come on. We're not really doing a good job of doing these like mixture words. We're just saying three words at the same time. <laughs> it's really not not great. We're not doing great. We need to work a little harder. Oh, and Aaron adds on, Q-strained hand pressed against a uh, against window while lady friend watches on. Yeah. But, you know, Liv Tyler versus, um, sorry, Betsy Ross versus Melinda May in that scene. I would say that May had a lot better composure as far as the situation was concerned. Oh, yeah. Because Betsy was all like, oh, my God. Or, sorry, Betty. Wow. I said Betsy because of Daredevil. Oh, yeah. You got to keep Betsy safe. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so Betty Ross looking on was just, oh, my God, what's going on? And May was like, I'm going to kill you. But I'm also sad to have to do it. Anyway, uh, number three, he says, I'm glad that they put rules on the whole seeing in the future part. Did they? (laughs) I know they put rules that some that you can't change it, and that's that is a pretty serious rule. Yeah, um, it's a la Twelve Monkeys, but uh, I, I like the whole you can't change the future rule. It works. It totally makes sense. Time is fixed. All that stuff. Yeah, but they still didn't give very rules like what you are able to see. Do you have to be present? Do you have to? Actually, you obviously don't have to actually see the thing happen. Yeah. Why did she get so many glimpses? She didn't just see someone die. She saw like. Well, she saw a lot of parts of of the moment. Yeah. Well, she even saw the lady crying scenes before. Oh, yeah, that's true. So she saw like so much in that moment. 
Uh, I thought that was a little strange. I thought that the, the rules weren't very clear as to what you see. I yeah. want to know what Malik saw. Yeah. Well, I think we have one more feedback from last week's, but uh, anything else we want to talk about this week's uh, before we move on to that? Uh, no. It was awesome. <laughs> Probably one of my top episodes of this show. Oh, absolutely. And I, I don't think we say that often. I don't think I overuse that. Maybe I do. Uh, but this was just just because it's time travel. I love time travel. I loved Fitz explaining time travel. I liked how confident Fitz was in his... He's like, no, this is my department. You can't change the future. This is my thing, and here's why, and go home. Yeah, that was cool. It was real cool. Just accept it. Uh, So let's get back... Let's get to this feedback for last week. Uh, Robert T. Frost says to us on Facebook, been super busy, so I want to jump back to Parting Shot for a minute and share some thoughts about the episode. On first viewing, I thought I had seen the best Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode ever aired. However, in the cold light of the morning, after I realized I had seen a good episode <laughs> that had a great farewell scene, so strong, so dramatic, and so emotional was the Parting Shot scene, I realized that the emotion I felt had backflowed over the front of the story. The emotion that was felt on screen was real because I believe that the actors didn't have to act. It was real for them, too. The respect, the camaraderie, the love the actors felt for each other was plainly evident, and you could tell that they knew the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. set would never be the same. The first seven-eighths of the show was good, and I think that was because of Nick Blood. He carried this episode, and his comedic timing was impeccable. Or is impeccable. I I have to agree that that was definitely from them. Yeah. Because... There was a there was a video of a tear filled goodbye to the Agents of Shield like set and cast mm. from them that I haven't shared yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> so okay. I kind of forgot to share that. Anyway, next paragraph. Now I know that Marvel, ABC, and Disney no entertainment, and I just watch. But I can't help but feel that having Bobby and Hunter leave the show is a mistake. S.H.I.E.L.D. is supposed to be ordinary people protecting the world from the extraordinary. Yes, our team is super spies with super skills and maybe a little something, something. She's called the Mockingbird for a reason, but they don't really have powers. I realize that this won't be a popular opinion, but I think that the show should have had Daisy slash Sky slash Quake exit the show with Lincoln and Joey and Yo-Yo to start Secret Warriors and get S.H.I.E.L.D. back to what it started out to be. Lastly, I wonder if Stephanie Malik is going to be the Madame Mask we didn't get in Agent Carter or maybe Madame Hydra. Yeah, so I uh, I think Robert's uh, point is interesting. Um, I do sort of miss the spy element of this show. It's become a lot more of a Secret Warriors show. Like the spies, I mean, that's kind of what S.H.I.E.L.D. has always been. S.H.I.E.L.D. has never... S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been about a blend. Yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. is about a blend of humans and... Uh, for better lack of a better term, enhanced or metahumans like doing their thing uh, and working together. I mean, Shield put together the Avengers uh, and point, and they're they're kind of the organization that seemed to point the Avengers toward the problems. You know, <laughs> they put them together. They they got them together for New York. Um, so so I, I I think this is still part of Shield's mo to have a secret warriors type of organization kind of working within it. Yeah. Well, to have a, a, a backup team for responses to threats that they can't handle. Yeah. And sky 
Sky is really the only powered person that's a regular. Well, Lincoln as well. Sky and Lincoln are really the only two powered people. So I would hate to see them leave the show. Uh, honestly, I would hate to see there be no powered people because um, I do think Secret Warriors needs to work kind of in conjunction with uh, Shield. Um, I did notice this week on the show they're having a real personnel problem in Shield though because uh, Bobby and Hunter are gone. They were like, "All right, Doug, Daisy can't go." Uh, and Bobby's not here anymore. Bobby's not here. Hunter's not here. Uh, we have two options to send in as like field agents. We've got like two field agents at this point. Yeah, that that is a problem. They definitely need we've to got, fix that. We've got May and we've got Daisy, and we said Daisy can't go. Mm-hmm. May's going. All right. I do. I do think uh, it, they could have gone that way, though, Robert. I definitely uh, see your point. They could have gone with an, uh, a Secret Warriors show and a. Uh, Shield show. I still think they might. You think? Like, if they grow the team, Secret Warriors, enough, they could spin it off into a Secret Warriors show. Yeah, they definitely could. Down down the road or, you know, into the future. Right now, they've only got four of them, which would have been a fine start. I mean, if they had taken these four and, uh, like, say... The Sokovia Accords happen, and they have to work work like even more in secret. And Shield has to disavow them or whatever. God, <laughs> secret extra underground warriors. Yeah, I mean that's what that, right now they're all just caterpillars. They're, they they got to become the that's secret warriors. Fair. So they yeah, spread their wings. I, I I don't I don't mind your your point at all, Robert. I just I, I think if they have a if they have a compelling story to tell with Bobby and Hunter, I'm down with them spinning them off. I think it's cool. But, yeah, I like it. But I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of see it either way. I kind of see, I see his point, but I see what they're. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. I, I'm, I'm excited to see Most Wanted and see how it stacks up. Yeah, and then we've got, um, like, we've got Most Wanted. We've got Damage Control coming up. We've got a uh, an unknown. Um, what am I trying to say? We've got an unknown. Ridley Ridley Scott series. Ridley Scott series yeah. that's being worked on. Cloak and Dagger. We got Cloak and Dagger that just got greenlit. We're gonna be seeing you guys a lot in the future here on the podcast. Yeah. I don't know even like if they start putting more than one episode of television out per week, I'm not sure how we'll cover that. We'll have to talk about that and see what our best uh, <laughs> our best options are. Our plan of attack. Multiple episodes, do one episode with two different spoiler sections. I don't even know. We'll talk. We'll figure it out as they come. Um so, this episode was awesome. Last uh, last week's was was really good too. And they're moving faster and faster towards civil war. Yeah. You know who we didn't see this episode? Who did we not see? Mac. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they said he was in recovery. Oh yeah, that's you right. Remember last week was he got shot. He did get and shot he in was, the arm. Uh, yeah, they said that's why he couldn't go on the mission. Oh yeah, because Max in recovery. That's right. Yeah. And and they they had the line about they, just, uh, they glossed over it and I was like, they had oh, the muscles, okay. uh, he had the muscles. Comment. He's like we could use your extra muscle. He's yeah, like, we could I don't use the if, extra muscle. I don't know if I have extra muscle. He's the only one that's got extra muscles. I'll just be <laughs> along for the ride. I've just got normal human type muscles. But he's got a laser finger. He does have a laser. Well, we think. <laughs> have he ever actually used his laser finger? Or has he no, just joked not. about it? He's, he said it. I mean, we know a he lot. has a, cr- a crushy hand. Well, he did. He did have a crushy hand. I'm not hand. sure if he still does. I don't know if he gave himself that power. He can't be trusted with his own crushy hand. <laughs> Don't make it super strong. I can't trust me with it. I might crush your chest. I just go around crushing chests. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> but I don't even know what I mean. All right. Well, guys, 
Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 16 of season three. Paradise Lost. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Um, do you want to talk about the... Uh, what, 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 let's, let's do... I haven't seen a trailer. I haven't read oh the Oh, yeah, synopsis. we need to watch the promo for it. Uh, let's do that. Can let's, we do that right now? Yeah, we're going to watch the promo and talk about next week's. If you do not want to hear any more about next week, uh, go away. But we're going <laughs> to... Um, go away and come back next week. Yeah, yeah, that one. Don't don't just go away. That's not what I meant. Not like forever. Um, yeah, so we're going to watch that promo, and then we're going to give a little bit of a, a spoilery talk about next week and just some speculation. So give us one. We'll be right back. Oh, my goodness. That was quite the promo. That was quite the promo. He's going to reveal his true self. And he started growing tentacles out of his head. That was just like Hive in the comics. Yeah, we, oh, we've talked. Man. We've talked a lot about uh, what Hive actually has plans. He needs an inhuman army. We don't know if he needs them as as an army or as a sacrifice. We're still just not real clear on that because it seems like every inhuman he gets gets killed. Uh, <laughs> they keep collecting them for him and just uh, either lash or shield or themselves keep murdering all of their uh, inhuman people. He's still got the uh, the the guy with the stone gaze, right? That guy didn't die. Yeah. He's still got him. He's still got Giara. Giara. And I think that's it that we know of. But they could have, you know, a huge storeroom full of Inhumans for all we know in gelatinous blah, blah, blah. And I love that they're like, he has plans for our planet. And they showed a shot of our planet uh, just to remind us of the fact that there's a, some sort of space thing happening coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that uh, looks awesome. Well, that, that shot of our planet looked like it was straight out of the Quinjet. Yeah, that, exactly. It was. That that's what I'm, that's what I mean. They're yeah. just reminding us. Look, this is an actual shot from the show. What's this Quinjet thing? Here's our planet. <laughs> They're drilling us home with this Quinjet. I I have a feeling we're gonna lose somebody. Lose somebody that we care about. Paradise Lost synopsis. Shield hunts for information on their dangerous new enemy, and a shameful secret from Malik's past is exposed, threatening to destroy his Hydra legacy. Ooh, yeah. So that's not really spoiling much of anything, but uh, we're in the after spoiler section, so we're good. Or well, it's not really revealing much of anything other yeah. than we learn a little bit more about Malik. Yeah, something which about could Malik's... probably clue us into what his vision is. Yeah, something about Malik's past. It sounds like, and that was his future. So Malik seems like he might be getting off board of the Hive train uh, this week, like even more so. Yeah, and something's threatening his Hydra lineage. And then, I mean, shield hunting their new enemy, that's obviously going to be about Hive. Yeah. Because, I mean, we got, what, Coulson and May talking about how, like, he killed him. Oh, you didn't kill him hard enough. Man, they're going to go full-on Hive with this thing. That squid face that they started to show. Yeah. It's like straight out of... um... Straight out of comics. (laughs) It's straight out of uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Come on, you know it. Do you fear death? <laughs> I love that movie. Just... All right. Ah, well, guys, uh, w- let us know what you think about next week. If you hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, we'll talk about it. Um, but we'll be back next week to fully discuss uh, episode 16, Paradise Lost. So... Join us for that. Until next time, true believers.